November Internationals this weekend, and potentially history in the making. Welcome to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Wales coach Warren Gatlin's delighted selection for the Wales team is getting so tough. Players that have gone back to their clubs and, and we're really happy with what they've done and it's just a, it's a nice position to be in with the amount of competition that we've got. Wales women face Canada Saturday morning and coach Roland Phillips knows this is the hardest test of their November series. Yeah, the step up now in quality, the step up in the challenge that we got goes up to a different level completely. Our former Wales international Ellen Evans is coaching the men at Dogetlo. So how she found that? I wasn't sure what reaction I had from the boys in the first training session, never been so nervous, but the respect I get from them, it's immense, yeah, really enjoying it. Which is a fascinating interview coming up later, but we'll start with Wales trying to make history at the Principality Stadium this Saturday. A first ever clean sweep of the November internationals is possible. Just one change from the team which beat Australia for the first time in a decade, Liam Williams in at fullback for the injured Lee Halfpenny. Wales coach Warren Gatland explained his thinking. Probably rewarded the team that did pretty well against Australia. Liam hasn't had a lot of fullback in the last year or so, so giving him an opportunity for fullback without making um, too many changes and, and Owen Watkins gets a chance to come in on the subs bench. How close is the battle at standoff at the moment? Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, I've got players that are disappointed because they're not being involved. It's kind of one of those catch-22 situations. You reward a player who's done quite well and he's he takes a chance and then you get the knock on the door from the player who's been left out so in the same way why have I been dropped so it's, uh, it's sort of one of those situations at the moment and we've spoken to the players that have gone back to their clubs and, and we're really happy with what they've done and it's just a, it's a nice position to be in with the amount of competition that we've got and, and obviously the positive thing is the debate that it's creating too it's, it's good and you've got players that are disappointed and, and I expect them to be disappointed with missing out but you know, they've responded well and players are really fighting for the position and the, the players that get the chance you know they know that there's some real pressure on them too. In terms of the, the pack uh, I would imagine quite a lot of competition for second row and blindside in, in particular Jake Ball, Corey Hill and Ellis Jenkins all having done well in recent games? Yes yeah, so I think that's definitely the case and, and particularly the second row is, a, is an interesting one I just want people to be aware that you know, we're definitely thinking about the next 12 months with regard to that. You know, we've got Bradley Davis who's out with an injury. Jake Ball's had, unfortunately, been, had quite a number of injuries in the last 12 months or so. We could go potentially back to someone like Luke Charteris as well, but, you know, he's had injuries and stuff. So, for me, it's kind of making sure that we give a youngster some experience over the next few months that come World Cup, if we unfortunately had... Brady Davis not available to us, Jake Ball injured, Alan Wynne jones picked up an injury, you know, three key players in that position. Then you know that you've got Corey Hill who's done a good job, that Adam Beard have had, has had some experience, so you'd probably be looking at a at a Seb Davis as well or someone else. So you look we're conscious that that's a pretty key position, the engine room for us and giving someone some more game time and experience because you know, we have picked up injuries in that in that position in the past. Three wins in a row in Cardiff matches against South Africa. Are they a bit better than they have been though this year? Today? I think the thing with South Africa is that they've reclaimed some of their their old identity and and, and what they're about and, and their physicality and definitely the physicality up front. You know, strong scrum, good driving line out and, and strong ball carriers, particularly up front, very aggressive. They're defending and coming hard off their line. So 
that's what you always respect to South Africa to them in the past for what they're about and tough and, and physical and you know, they've definitely gone back to being like that and, and plus with some, some subtleties and in, in the, in the way they play and you know, Pollard's definitely a running threat, runs more than any other 10 at the moment in World Rugby from set piece. A couple of wingers who are very quick and, and can finish and a forward pack, you know, particularly with marks and loose forwards who will compete hard on the ball. So you now we're expecting a really tough physical en- encounter. The players are excited about it, excited about this possibility. They're seeing it as being sort of a, a end of a campaign, sort of like a, a cup game and, and winner takes all. What's built nicely in this campaign is just the momentum and the players are are fully aware of you know what they've achieved and they can do something special and then from that they know that the momentum's created for the Six Nations and then continuing to build for the World Cup so the job's easy for us as coaches at the moment because there is a lot of motivation within the squad and players wanting to do well fight hard for their jersey and and also the reward of being successful and winning and, and keeping and building on that momentum. Ticks off a lot of uh, achievement boxes with your time in Wales how nice would it be to add the November yeah, it's always nice to you know get little wee milestones and, and things and uh, and you know we've had a pretty good run against South Africa over recent years as well. You know there's been some tight tight games where we've lost games where we've been in front and thrown away at the, at the death as well. So uh, just the way that the players are trained at the moment, I, you know I haven't seen this kind of level of maturity in, in a group of players where they're calm. I think our composure in, in games has, has been outstanding, even though. Even last week we got ourselves into a bit of a hole, sort of, you know, just after half time, and we're able to to work our way out of it. And in the past, you know, that compounded us. But there's some real maturity within this group, and they're just calm. And but you can see that they're very motivated to want to do well. That certainly applies to Gareth Anscombe, who gets the nod to start at number ten. Yeah, obviously a goal of mine was to try and keep the jersey and you know it's it's good for the team that we got a competition going on there amongst a whole lot of other positions so you know I thought uh, Biggs played you know very well last week against Tonga and when Patch came on he caused him a lot of problems as well so you know we're all well aware of how good uh, all the other players are and, and thankfully I've been given another chance to do the jersey justice and uh, you know I'm just glad to get another chance and you know looking forward to it. Is it the firmest you feel in that number 10 shirt since you've been in Wales, given that you've been picked for the, the three matches now against the Tier 1 Nations? Um, I guess the coaches reward uh, the teams that have gone all right so far. It's nice to have their, I guess, their backing. And, and um, yeah, look, I, I've enjoyed my time, you know, leading the team around. And, you know, I'm feeling more comfortable each week as it goes. And, you know, it was a goal of mine to try and put my hand up there. And, and you know, hopefully, you know, I can keep going from strength to strength. And although there are parts of my game I need to keep working on, you know, hopefully I can keep improving. And, you know, we've got a big challenge this week against a pretty physical South African side. So, um, look, it's going to take a, a big effort. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. What would it mean to the players to get four out of four in the Autumn Internationals, given Wales's uh, rather questionable record in November's in the past, ever since the, the series was invented, really? It'd be a big step in the right direction. We've tried to just take each game as it comes, and obviously we talked about, you know, when we first got into camp, that we felt we could win all four games. But look, it'd be a big reward for all the hard work we've put in. You know, it's been a pretty intense five weeks we've worked pretty hard and it'd just be a nice way to finish off the autumn series and I guess would give us a nice little piggyback going into the, into the Six Nations you know trying to win nine in a row is a pretty special achievement you know at uh, international level. When Lee Halfpenny was injured was part of you thinking I want to play 10 but I can see what might happen here? Yeah potentially I suppose I think we've got some other good fullback options as well so you know look I'm, I'm always happy to do what's what's needed for the team but you know obviously I've enjoyed 
just playing consistently in one position. It's been pretty good for my rugby, I think, and you know, I obviously enjoy playing fly half. So a little bit of added pressure, I suppose, this weekend with the goal kicking duties. But I enjoy goal kicking, and it's a pressure I'm, I'm looking forward to. Pence has sort of sent the bar pretty high the last few years and Biggs was fantastic off the tee last weekend so I've got to make sure I'm on the money there but that's something I'm looking forward to as well. Confident in my abilities off the tee and um, my percentages do the talking for themselves in the Pro 14 so I'm happy with where I'm at there. You know I like to think we work pretty hard as a combo you know with Jinx you know he's a good coach for us and you know I think uh, Wales goal kicking percentages probably speaks for itself so you know hopefully I can add to that on Saturday but you know it'll be pretty important that I do my job off the tee. Warren was saying he felt it was probably the most settled you'd been since you came over to Wales. Obviously, you've had a lot of injuries and a lot of them being badly timed. Is that a fair statement? And if so, why? Yeah, it probably is. It's always frustrating as a rugby player, I suppose, when you feel like you're getting into the swing of things and then you get a setback and then you've got to you know, rehab and, and you have some time out and then you've got to sort of dust yourself back off and get out there again. So for me, it's just been a lot more consistently playing you know, for long minutes and you know, I feel like my game always improves the more I play and... Thankfully, my, my body's um, holding up and I'm feeling pretty good. And I suppose now I've been in this sort of Welsh up now for close to four years. So I feel fairly comfortable with the team and, you know, with what the coaches require of me. So um, I guess with, you know, growing and maturing, I feel pretty comfortable and pretty privileged to be where I am. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to trying to do my job, you know, as well as I can on Saturday. A big decision to make for a 23-year-old, were you, to come over here? So is it now that you're feeling, actually, that was the right decision to make back then? <laughs> Oh, look, I felt like it was the right decision when I made it. It was just probably, you know, you never know, looking back in hindsight, it was already, I don't know, but I'm happy with the decision I made. I was back when I made it, and, you know, hopefully now it's starting to pay off. Yeah, look, I'm really comfortable here, really enjoy it here, and um, you know, I'm just hoping I can uh, keep improving and, you know, hopefully keep impressing and, and just doing my job for the team, and if I can do that, you know, I'll be pretty happy. Well, halfback partner Gareth Davis admits they've been talking about the idea of making history. Spoken a bit about that this morning actually, you know, I don't think we've won four from four. It's a big challenge for us to um, hopefully come away with an important victory this weekend. And there's probably been uh, more debate about the fly-half position than yours. Gareth Hanscom getting the nods again, so uh, your partnership going well? Yeah, it's going well, yeah. I answer this question nearly every week in press, you know. Um, I could play with any of the tens, you know, they're all um, quality players and, you know, we train with each other week in, week out, so whoever fills in in whatever position, you know, we're used to training together, so... We're happy to play together. What about the challenge that the box will bring to Cardiff then? Yeah, we all know that they're a big physical side. They're a good win against Scotland in the weekend. They've got some good individuals, you know, I think, especially in the back line, the wingers are very sharp, so we're going to have to keep an eye on them. And um, Paul out of 10 as well, he's playing some good rugby, so we're going to have to be um, defensively very good in the weekend to hopefully um, not let them score too many points. What are your thoughts on uh, Faf de Klerk, uh, playing for sale rather than South Africa this weekend? I'm uh, happy, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, in my eyes, he's one of the best nines in the world at the moment. So, you know, I'd like to get the opportunity to play against him, but um, it's not to be this weekend. But good news for us, I say. Have you uh, seen much on the tape of uh, Papier and Van Zyl, the, the two scrum halves they've got left? Yeah, we've seen um, seen a bit of him out in um, Washington in the summer. You know, the two quality nines, very sharp as well, quite similar to Faf. So, um, I have to keep my eye on him on him on the weekend. Warren was talking about not needing to mention nine in a row, historic November because the players will be talking about it amongst themselves, is that right? 
yeah, you know, we're in a good place at the moment. So, you know, um, I think if we can win this weekend and make it nine in a row, you know, we'll be very happy, you know, leading into the Six Nations. And, you know, it's a massive competition for us. And obviously the World Cups are after it. So if we could play well enough this weekend and come away with that good win, set us up nicely going into the next um, 10, 12 months of rugby. He was also talking about the different qualities of three outside halves bring. Does that mean that you can play with any of them, obviously, but do you have to play slightly differently with each of them? No, I think each player, they got the experience and... Um, Whatever game plan that we're going into the game, I think each player can play that game. So, kicking game and game management is going to be key against South Africa this weekend. So, I'm sure we'll see quite a lot of that. Of course, as usual against the Springboks, a lot of it will be decided up front. Where the Wales pack know they have a battle on their hands. Hooker Kenowen says this will be tougher than recent tests against South Africa. Yeah, I think they're a different side to what we've played over the last couple of years. I think Rassi Erasmus has done a good job out there. He's He's pretty settled with his 15, he knows the way he wants to play and they're a much improved side, you know, they beat New Zealand in New Zealand which is, you know, no mean feat and it's going to be a tough test match and one we're really looking forward to on continuing our 100% record. Against the Southern Hemisphere side of the last decade or so, not an amazing record but recently beating Australia, beating South Africa three times in a row, is that kind of monkey off the back gone and sort of when you play against those big Southern Hemisphere beasts and you go into it much more confident now, has that changed? I think it's the the confidence that you get. We, you know, we've beaten South Africa, beaten Australia now. When I've felt we played them before, it's been a bit of a, a big deal playing the Southern Hemisphere. So a lot of pressure to beat them, and and it sort of becomes like a World Cup final. But I think once you do it once, you know, it gets a lot easier. Then you know how to close the games out against them. The the intensity they play at, how clinical they are, and I think that's where we've improved a lot as a side. Beating Australia now, first time in ten years. For us going forward, that's got to be an expectancy that it's a lot more of a regular thing and not just a one-off. It's happened against South Africa, you know, got that win three years ago, I think it was, and then it's just becoming more of a regular occurrence because it's a confidence that we're not afraid of these teams, we know what to expect and we've got confidence in our ability to, to get these wins. But South Africa going to be a different beast again on Saturday and I think sometimes we've been guilty of getting a lead and then just trying to defend and hold back and hopefully we'll, we'll get the result where... You could perhaps get away with that in the Six Nations to a certain degree, but you know, against the Southern Hemisphere side, they don't stop playing, they just keep playing and, and back their skills. And I think that's the biggest thing we've learned and we've tried to change that we've just got to keep playing against these Southern Hemisphere sides uh, to the end and close the games out as it needs to be, whether it's from a kicking point of view or, or to keep attacking. You've been involved in some special moments with Wales and the Lions. Where would a November clean sweep never been done? Where would that rank? I'd be right up there, you know, um, January being. One, two, lost two, and I think to get uh, four from four, two against you know Southern Hemisphere opposition, and obviously beating a very good Scotland side and getting a convincing win against Tonga, when we generally struggle against a, a tier two nation, it'd be a, a huge positive, and um, you know I think it, it would be right up there uh, in what a sort of squad have achieved uh, in the nation. listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So that's Wales men, but before that, at the Arms Park, Wales women take on Canada and again they revert to the core of the team who played two weeks ago, beating South Africa. Captain Caris Phillips and first coach Roland Phillips looked forward to the game. The all-term series has been a success. The South Africa game was um, obviously uh, an unknown kind of quantity for us. Hong Kong was a little bit more comfortable. I think all this process has been leading up to the final game against Canada. 
What we've done over this autumn series is run a smaller squad. So we haven't got 35, 40 players, more or less got it down to about 26 players. And as you can see, the changes that we've made from each game has just been a rotation around those 26 players. The girls who are on the bench on against Hong Kong now will be starting, so some of them anyway, the front row has changed. Shiwan will come in instead of Gwen, and Kira comes in instead of uh, Phil Lewis. Having said that, everybody within the squad has contributed really well, and it's certainly, I feel that the general standard is better. You know, I think that reflected in in the past games that you expected to win and win well don't always go your way and I thought we were very clinical against Hong Kong which reflecting the score but also we've scored some very very good tries team tries in there as well so it shows maturity for us as a as a group moving forward so two unknown quantity but a good win very physical side obviously put Hong Kong away they're good Canada obviously yeah and Hong Kong are we're unknown but we did play them in the World Cup they had 14 new players coming on this tour, so then, yeah, it was pretty much a new faces in their group. Canada, again, we played in the World Cup, two games within a week, 12-0 and 50-something nil. Yeah, you know, the, the step up now in quality, the step up in uh, uh, the challenge that we got goes up to a different level completely. They are, as we saw on the weekend, up until the end of the game, they were 15-12 with England and uh, England just scored a couple of tries at the end which pulled the score away. We're not daunted by this, this is a real, real excitement because you know, we know this has moved forward, we know we've improved, but this will tell us how far. They obviously gave England a go, they've got a game midweek, they've got you, they've got Scotland after that, is that something that you can maybe look to take advantage of? They're going to have to rotate players? And they've got a Canada and a Canada A team. I don't know the makeup, but uh, I think they've a lot of players over here. So I don't think they're using those same players for all those fixtures. So I'm sure we'll be up against a pretty fresh, strong Canada team. We can measure how we've improved in lots of different ways, but as natural sports people, you know, our instinct is to win. And, you know, we post game, regardless of the score, then we're in a position to review, analyse, to see how things have improved. We get all the data on players' fitness and breakdown of all the statistics of the game so we can see how we've improved in that way but the natural instinct of a sports person is, is to win I want us to keep this culture going Karis, what did you learn from like, the two games against Canada last year? Obviously the first game um, you know, it was quite close we definitely took it to them and then I think maybe we got a little bit well, from the first game probably got a little bit complacent thinking that the second would probably be the same and we relaxed a little bit and they really did bring it to us and um, I think that was a good reality check for us and I think moving on from there now though um, we have come a long way since since that tournament and um, I think the team that we've got in place for this game on Saturday is more than capable of stepped up to the challenge and um, yeah I'm really excited to see especially for the new girls coming in how they step up to this physical challenge as well. How do you assess the autumn so far? Um, I think obviously, as we said, it's been a success so far. Um, against South Africa, is, is very physical, big, big team, and we definitely stepped up and took it to them. And then it's a bit of a flip side then going against um, Hong Kong. Our attacking shape was, was fantastic, so just need to get the two elements correct now going against Canada because um, they're definitely athletic and big and physical, so there's a bit of both of them in there. So our little nifty gritty things right and I'm sure that we'll be fine on Saturday. 
We always talk about the, the sacrifices of, of amateur players, but you're captain of Wales. Just give an idea of how you've reorganised your life almost to be able to be in that role. Yeah, so it's a bit different, but I'm self-employed, so I go on my own sports massage business, so um, just to work around rugby, and, and I enjoy both equally as much as each other, so it's not hard when uh, you've got two things in, in your life that you enjoy. So. Does that commitment bond you together? Do you find it easy to get the team together in the room because of the, the sacrifices they make? Yeah, definitely. I think, especially this year, the culture is fantastic because we have got that small group now that is a tight-knit group and um, we're all open and honest with each other. And, and we also have a flip side when we, we are downtime, we, we all have a good laugh and relax as well. So, yeah, I definitely think that the bond as a team off the field helps us on the field as well then. It was a great crowd for the um, South Africa game. You'd be hoping for the same again, and how much of a difference does that make? Yeah, definitely. I think it's about 2,000-odd people there that came to the game, and um, we're definitely looking for that again come um, this Saturday because um, the backing that they gave us was, was fantastic. And obviously, I think this game as well is, is also streamed, so that's also fantastic as well for us. But um, the more that we can get there, the better it is for us as well. You had a really long defensive period on your line where you, you managed to hold them out for considerable amount of time and we've got the crowd on your side. Yeah, definitely. It sounded a bit like a basketball game really when they like defence but <laughs> there's a massive help for us because I think they realise how much backing that is for us so hopefully we can fill that out again and, and get the same response um, come this game on Saturday. It comes on the back of last weekend's victory over Hong Kong, an interesting face in the crowd. Former Wales centre Ellen Evans. Liz Jones caught up with her during the game. Ellen, you're still making the trip down the A470, this time supporting Wales. What's your impressions? First half has been immense. You know, the girls are working hard up the middle and creating the spaces out wide for the girls, and it's just nice to see the wingers uh, getting some tries in. Something that we didn't do when I was playing, shamefully. But no, it's nice, you know, nice flowing rugby, good hands, backs and forwards, so it's good. And you're watching on now, not long retired. What, what do you make of the, the progress recently? I, I thought I'd struggle coming down to watch and, you know, I've been at a stern head. It's like, oh, no, I'm not going to come and watch. But, you know, I've played the game for so long, it's hard to turn your back at it. I had to come down and watch and obviously I've got my little psychic chair on the, on the bench and hopefully she'll get on now pretty soon and uh, do the same as the wingers have done first half. And what have you been spending your time doing other than playing now? Finished playing, played the Sems over the summer and then considered another regional sim, but... You know, the old body, the old hips said no to that. And then started picking up coaching. Started with pre-season with Ogesla and then went on to coaching them full-time and kind of helping at the front of that. And, you know, we're doing well so far this season. We've played seven, lost one. Still going in the, in the Welsh Bowl as well. So it's still full-on. Poor Steve at home thought I'd be home a bit more, but no, coaching the, the boys on in the week and the under-18s girls as well of Ogesla. So, yeah, not left rugby go yet. Married to it. <laughs> Yeah, and got stuck into coaching there. Rachel Taylor as well at Colwyn Bay. What do you make of coaching in the men's game? It's a total kettle of fish. I was asked to help with the regionals girls up in, in RGC and you know, I said no because I needed to, to take a step back. Just retired to go straight into it. I didn't think I could give my full attention to it without still wanting to put the boots and the shorts on myself. So... I said no, and I said I'll take some time with the boys, and you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I wasn't sure what reaction I had from the boys in the first training session, never been so nervous, but the respect I get from them, it's immense. I, yeah, really enjoying it. What's the hope then for the season? 
to get the two against uh, Riddle to Taylor. <laughs> we beat them at home uh, first game of the season. It was a grudge match there. I've never had the upper hand on us, so yeah, that was a good win. But yeah, we're playing them at home in Colin Bay, uh, 15th of December. So it's a, it's a Christmas special. Hopefully they'll get all come up trumps again. And do you think more and more women will take up coaching roles within the men's game? Yeah, hopefully, because like I said, I wasn't sure what the reaction I had, but travelling to clubs as a girl coach as well, you know, I, I'm not treated any different. If something, it, you know, it's quite good. Like we went down to Rumney to play in the bowl game not so long ago and the boys all get changed together and fair play, the first thing they said, here's a room for you on your own. You know, I get the respect everywhere I go and it's quite nice. Rugby gave so much to me. I know it's a cliche, but I'm just giving that little bit back now, the experience I've gained from being coached by some of the best coaches around. Great, thank you. All the best. Enjoy the rest of the game. Adios. Interesting to hear. So, plenty to look forward to this weekend and plenty to report back on next week. So until then, from the Principality World Rugby Union podcast, goodbye.